State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Let's just keep a real straight shot with no chaser. I'm gonna get a little bit rough. I'm here for those who really believe in the American process. All of us. Straight shot, no chaser. With your girl Tesla Figaro on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Tesla Figaro, host of Straight Shot, No Chaser on the Black Effect Podcast Network on iHeartRadio. I am streaming simultaneously while I record this quick, impromptu podcast. Please give me a thumbs up if you can hear me on on YouTube or Twitter as well as Instagram. I want to make sure uh, that before I go in that you can hear me. Twitter family, please give me a thumbs up if you can hear me quickly. Also on Instagram, please let me know if you can hear me. You can put a five in the chat. That way I know, okay, Marcel is great. Thank you so much uh, for helping me out on Instagram and Twitter. I just need a thumbs up from you that you can hear me. Okay, thank you so much. I will not be long on this, but I had to do this impromptu uh, follow-up to my commentary uh, on The Hill this week in regards to Bernie Sanders. Paging Bernard, paging Bernard. Now, this particular podcast, uh, for those of you that want to spend time talking about Hakeem Jeffries and if he's going to be good or not, and if he is the right uh, candidate for the job, that is not what this is about. 
I just wanted to step in quickly just to remind you progressives that you have been played. Again, let me say it again for those in the back. I just wanted to step in quickly to remind you once again that the progressives have played you once again. Tesla, why are you talking about Bernie Sanders? Well, because Bernie Sanders is the leader of the new progressive movement. I could pick and choose and talk about different representatives, pick and choose and talk about different commentators. But if you follow my work, you know I like to go right to the head and not the tail. And Bernie Sanders, Bernard, is the head of the progressive movement. And I just want to point a couple of facts out to you guys because we are in a world where people where people just make up stuff as they go on the internet. And so I wanted to point you to a couple of different pieces. Uh, one, uh, unfortunately, Instagram, I cannot uh, paste it for you because you won't be able to copy and paste on Instagram, which is why Instagram is a pain to follow uh, because you can't copy and paste. But I do uh, have the information uh, in the chat on uh, Twitter as well as YouTube, the link that I am referring to, because as we go through this quick little class, let's make sure that we have our sources in line and we have our homework in line and we are speaking um, from a place of information and not making it up as I go. I want to direct your attention to the, the article in the Jumbotron uh, from the Washington Post. I'm going to read that quickly for you so you can get an understanding. And then I'm going to dispel a couple of myths that I've seen in the comments in regards to Hakeem Jeffries and how this all came about. And I will try to, I will post it uh, in the comments, um, try to post it in the comments, Instagram. But I, again, you can't copy and paste it, so you won't be able to get the article. But you can Google uh, the article. It's in my last post. It is called Democrat Tensions Surface as House Incumbents Plan Defense Against Far-Left Primary Challengers. This was in the Washington Post. It was dated July 14, 2021, and a picture of Hakeem Jeffries, who was now elected unopposed. Let me know if you know what unopposed mean, meaning nobody said, hey, what about me? What about what, about what I want? What about letting some other leaders come up and even pretend as if they wanted a leadership position. He ran unopposed and was elected today to be the Speaker of the House. I wish I had five people in the House that understands how powerful the Speaker of the House is. It is the most powerful position under Vice President. That is why when you see the State of the Union, you see the President and the Vice President and the Speaker of the House directly behind the president when he is giving the State of Union address. The next person that is also very powerful in the House of Representatives is a majority whip. Some of you may know him by Jim Clyburn. I'm going to get to that in a second. Now, the reason why I wanted to direct your attention to this, we can get into the conversation about I only have a short time and I want to make sure that we stay focused on the main thing. The reason why I have the photo, which is kind of petty, but I love the picture that many of you shared as a meme about Bernie Sanders having a seat with his little mittens on and having a seat. Can I just give you breaking news, progressives, that today you have officially been told to have a seat. Put a 100 Twitter if you understand what I mean when I say today the moderate Democrats told progressives to have a seat. And they will have a seat for the next 20 years at best. They will have a seat for the next 20 years at best. Tesla, why do you say that? Don't worry about it. I'm here to help you. Last year, do you guys know? And so for those of you that follow me, you know, I'm always talking about PACs and the importance of having PACs and super PACs. And well, a PAC is a, a political action committee. Do you guys know if you don't know on Twitter? Put the wow feature of the wow emoji uh, emotion. If you did not know that Hakeem Jeffries just last year started a PAC, a political action committee to make sure that new leadership from the far left or the left, if you will, did not unseat incumbents. Let me explain what that means in case you're confused. 
I see our brother Marcel in the building on the Twitter space. Because he is a candidate for reparations, let me just kind of give you, well, what is the far left, Tesla? Well, the far left can mean a bunch of different things, but people kind of pick and choose who they like to say is progressive, just like how King Jeffries is a part of the Progressive Caucus. Let me give y'all a little note on that. Just because somebody's a part of the Progressive Caucus doesn't mean they're progressive. They're progressive until it's time to get progressive. To be a member of a caucus is simply just being a member of the caucus. In fact, they do that so that they can have power within that caucus and actually have a vote. Put a five on Instagram if you understand what I'm saying. Put a five on YouTube if you understand what I'm saying. Put a 100 on Twitter if you understand what I'm saying. Stop being bamboozled because when I put this out in my group chats, because I have internal group chats that start about 5 a.m. every morning, and the first thing this person said, who was very well-versed, said, well, I thought he was a progressive. Well, yeah, you thought that because he's in the progressive caucus. So one would think that if you're in the progressive caucus, you must be progressive. Just like one would think that if you're in the congressional black caucus, one would be about pro-black issues. Where we all know that everybody in the progressive caucus is not progressive. We all know that everybody in the uh, congressional black caucus is not about black issues. Put a 100 if you understand that on Twitter. Put a five in the chat if you get that on YouTube. I'm just trying to make sure that you're following along because I don't want to give you too much information and it becomes overwhelming. One of my mentees, she says, I'm like a water hose. I give a lot of information and sometimes it's hard to to follow what I'm saying. So I'm pausing through this because I want to make sure you get it. So let's first dispel that myth about Hakeem Jeffries being a progressive. He can say he's a progressive. He can say he's pushed forward progressive policy. That's fine. But I want you to understand that just because somebody's a part of the progressive caucus does not mean that they necessarily ride with the progressive issues that are important to you. Since a lot of the folks on Twitter uh, are in the reparations movement, let me show you how this applies to you. They would consider a uh, reparations a progressive policy. This is why I keep trying to continue to tell you guys that you need to infiltrate on the progressive side. I know you're spinning. I know conservatives are reaching out to you and saying, hey, come talk to us about reparations. But I just want to remind you again that reparations will be a big government check. And the conservative movement, the Republican movement in particularly uh, are against big government. So the likelihood of them supporting reparations, I don't give a damn what they say. The likelihood of them supporting that is probably slim to none. But progressives who claim to be progressive, I'm not talking about the moderate Democrats, I'm not talking about the establishment, but the progressives under that Bernie Sanders wing that say that they so progressive, you know, the ones that want universal birth-based income for everybody, the ones that want health care for everybody, the one who want Green Deal for everybody, the one who always talking about the middle class and the poor for everybody. Well, you would think that those same folks would also be in line with reparations. And they are not. In staffing, in the sales world, we call it working closest to the, the dollar. It means who do you align with that's going to get you the return closely? And the progressive movement is what allegedly should be where you would get reparations the quickest, whether you're talking about on the state level or the federal level or on the city level, because yes, you can put reparations packages on the city level. We see that what they're trying to do right now in San Francisco. We see what they're trying to do in the state in California. But yes, there is reparations on the federal level that talks about everybody across the board, you know, uh, all freedom across the board, you know, reparations. However, you can put reparations packages, similar packages closer to the dollar on the city and the state level. And in my opinion, it is the easiest to do, the quickest to do to have in your immediate grasp so that as you continue to push that, it eventually bubbles up to the state. We see how it's getting bumped up to the federal. We see how it's getting bumped up already in different cities. It's getting bumped up wrong, loud and wrong, but it is getting bumped up. So yes, we need candidates on the federal level. We need candidates on the state level, but we also need candidates on the local level. So when we think about working closest to the dollar, meaning where is the quickest the, the quickest politician that you should be able to challenge and they should have an answer for you should be some of these alleged progressive candidates. You know, the Jamal uh, Bowmans, the AOCs, the uh, Presleys, the Corey Bush, the ones that say they are progressive, they should be front line and center on reparations. 
because reparations is a spending package. Regardless of the debates on how it's going to get paid, how much will it get paid? Will it be taxed? I know our brother Marcel is always teaching about how it doesn't cost tax money. Whatever it is, the bottom line is somebody going to get a check and progressives allegedly claim to be the ones that are most in line with giving money back to the American people. But it is quite interesting how whenever you talk about, whenever you tell them, what about reparations, they immediately say, well, that don't benefit everybody. We need universal base income. If you don't believe me, I cannot encourage you enough to go look up real Tim Black and look at what he's been going through the last two years with the progressive movement once he started talking about reparations. They immediately started unsubscribing to his channel. They immediately started calling him out. They immediately start saying he was disruptive. They started giving him just as much hell as what they say the moderates do. The white progressives, yes, the white progressives gave just as much hell as the moderate Democrats, as the Republicans, the MAGAs at all, as anybody else would when it came down to reparations. And you don't have to believe me. Just go back and look at all of the content where Tim Black was literally calling out the progressive movement. Why is that important, Tesla? Well, it's important because the political action committee that Hakeem Jeffries, the one that's in charge now, that will be in charge for 20 years at best, he started a pack last year called, let me pull it up, the article's in the, the Jumbotron. I hope in class you guys are reading along with me. I hope you're reading along with me. He started a pack. The article says smolding tensions between far left activists, reparations people. I want y'all to know they consider you far left. You may not have to be far left on all the other issues. But they consider reparations an extreme policy. They consider it. You know, it's, the argument is not about if it's extreme or not. If it's old, if it's due. I'm telling you what they consider it. I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong. I'm telling you what they consider it when they're using. This type of language, they're also talking about those who are pushing reparations because anything that gives anything back, moderates, Republicans, conservatives, they call it far left extreme. So smoldering tensions between far left activists and Washington's Democratic House leaders are flaring again ahead of the midterm elections. Prompting. Can somebody in the class, let me just Google For those of you that don't know how I do my podcast, I like to teach. I have a master's in adult education, so teaching is fun to me. And I like to be able to use, I like to make sure you understand every single word. Prompting. The action of saying something to persuade, encourage, or remind someone to do or say something. So it said prompting Representative Hakeem Jeffries and others to raise money to defend incumbents against primary challengers in congressional races. That means that they started a PAC, a political action committee, to make sure that people on the far left or the left or anybody for that matter that was trying to unseat an incumbent, let's say there's an incumbent that you just don't believe is doing a good job, and you say, hey, you know what? I want to run against that person. If they considered you a threat, I need y'all to know this family. They started a political action committee just last year and it's in black and white saying we are going to defend any incumbent. Damn if you got a good idea. Damn if the person that is representing you is representing you right or not. This pack was set up called Team Blue to defend any primary challenger because their goal was we have to be able to hold on to the house. So we're willing to put in any amount of money to one, make sure that we keep the house and number two, to make sure we got the right type of people that we support in the house. Let me say it one more time. We're going to put money to defend incumbents to make sure that a new person don't get in, another AOC don't get in. And, and I'm not a fan of AOC, by the way, I'm just giving you guys an example. And we want to make sure that not only does it, we don't want anybody challenged if we see him as a threat, we want to make sure that we keep the right people so we can keep the house. So they did all of this 
And can I give y'all some breaking news? Are y'all ready for this breaking news? They did all of this. And guess what happened? They lost the house. Guess what happened? They did all of this. You did all of this to shut down people from running and, and putting people in position and having people's position challenged, people that feel that they weren't being represented, and your asses still lost the house. But we'll deal with that on another day. But they were able to maintain quite a few seats. I credit that to Roe versus Wade. I do not credit that to Democrats. I do not credit that to this pack. I credit it to Roe versus Wade. They had a, a, a lot to do with why they were able to keep the seats that they did. We'll deal with that in another podcast. I want to keep the main thing the main thing. It said the efforts by Jeffries and two colleagues set up potential showdowns. Now, this is the article you guys can read for yourself. Potential showdowns with a band of younger and more liberal House members such as AOC and arrives amid jockeying to eventually replace House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. If she makes good on her pledge to leave leadership after the upcoming elections, let me break that down to you. Basically, what, what that paragraph I just read is, it said they are setting up showdowns between any liberal that even think about running against an incumbent and he's jockeying to replace Nancy Pelosi. To those of you that think you know so much about politics and just kind of make up stuff as you go, and I'm not saying that to insult you, it's just very frustrating when people just make up stuff as they go, when y'all are sitting up talking about, oh, no, 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 he ain't going to be in there long. Let me explain something to you. The average person in Congress is in there 15, 20 years. Oh, they're not going to give a black man that, that much power for that long. Can I tell you something, my political uh, consultants, comic consultants? Jim Clyburn has been the whip for 15 years. He's a black man. Can I give you some breaking news that they love it when they can have a black man that can carry their water? They're already doing it in the article saying, oh, man, yeah, Hakeem Jeffries is great with racial justice. They're already doing it. I, I know y'all think y'all the Olivia Popes and Olivia Dopes of uh, Twitter space. And I know that you think that sometimes race allows us to not be in position, but when you are the selected one, not necessarily the elected one, when you are the selected one, it serves a bit, it serves them well when they can put a black man like they're saying now, oh, this is the first black man ever and ever. Kind of like what they did with Kamala Harris, you know, kind of like what they did with Barack Obama. If they could bring Barack Obama a third time, they will. So stop what you're saying doesn't make logical sense, which is why I wanted to do this live to give you some talking points as you guys continue on having this discussion among each other. Stop saying they ain't going to let no black man have it that long. Jim Clyburn's been the, uh, the whip for 15 years. The whip is the most powerful outside of Nancy Pelosi. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. And can I give you some other breaking news? To you political comment consultants. Do you know that Nancy Pelosi will still be in charge? Let me say it one more time. Nancy Pelosi is still in charge. Do you think that she's just getting out of that seat and just sitting back and going back and just going to worry about the good folks of California? It tells me everything you don't know about politics. If you don't believe that Nancy Pelosi is still pulling the strength, the strings, you can better believe. That's why he ran unopposed. They've been talking about putting our King Jeffries in this position at least since 2016, 2018, making it public with the actual poll to say, hey, who do y'all want to be the leader? That's why he ran unopposed. That's why nobody even raised their hand to say, hey, I'm going to run against him. You know, kind of like what Bernie Sanders did when he said, you know what, I think I'm going to primary Barack Obama. And they got mad at, at him for even thinking it. And they told Bernie Sanders to have a seat. I need y'all to look at the petty picture that I put together. You see Bernie Sanders with his mask on, his mask on. This, this man, is, isn't it, isn't it wonderful when images are in real life? He got his mask on, meaning shut your mouth. You better not say nothing at all. So not only is the mask appropriate because Bernard is quiet, he got his little mittens on. He's sitting in the little thing with his little hands folded. You're going to sit down, you're going to shut up, and you're going to like it. You're going to sit down, you're going to shut up, and you're going to like it. So Hakeem Jeffries, he's already, he was already positioned for this years ago. When people weren't paying attention, he was already in position. The deals have already been made. That is why Bernie Sanders is quiet as a church mouse and not saying nothing publicly. That's why progressives ain't saying shit publicly. And even Jamal Bowen said, oh, this is great. He from New York and I'm from New York. We got two gangsters. These are your progressive leaders that took your $27 like clockwork every week. These are your progressive leaders that said it's a revolution. Millions and millions and millions and millions. And I've got to get together and all I need you to do is give $27. Let me tell you something. Uh, you comment consultants. Oh, it ain't enough for them because it ain't enough for them. But why they didn't tell you that then when they was running? See, my problem, Nikki, is not, it's not that I have a problem about how they run their show. Don't hate the player, hate the game. If the moderates are telling you to have a seat, hey, it is what it is. I say the same thing with, with the Republican side, which, by the way, five of them are challenging for uh, leadership. Five of them are at least raising their hand and saying, hey, we want to run, too. If you, if you want us to sit down, let's put some concessions on the table, by the way. So I don't have no problems. I don't get mad at the game. I don't get mad at the player and get mad at the game. And you know how y'all say, don't hate the player, don't get the game. See, this is the problem I have with progressives is you lie to these people. 
You sold him a dream and you lied. You told him you was going to fight your ass off. You told him millions and millions and millions of us get together. Breaking news, y'all. I worked on this campaign in 2016. I was there watching these people in tears like they just saw Michael Jackson. I'm telling you, these people tapped in to these folks emotionally, sold them a dream and had no intentions of taking the, the fire all the way through. I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. Let's go back to the article. It says the decision by Jeffries 50, who's one of the party's top fundraisers and currently fourth in line behind Pelosi, is an early sign of continued frustration among many Democrats and activist efforts by groups like Justice Democrats to challenge liberal incumbents in big city primaries. I need you guys to go um, Google, watch the documentary called Bring the House Down. Bring the House Down talks about how AOC and how the squad got elected. And it shows you all the behind the scenes. And Justice Democrats was behind the scenes on making sure those folks got elected. Now, I know there are people listening who don't like Justice Democrats. I get all of that. That's not what this is about. I'm just trying to put the piece, the, the piece of the puzzle together. So it can make sense. Justice Democrats were behind the the squad and and all of the new wave of progressives being elected. So what Hakeem Jeffries, who's the face of Team Blue, said, we're going to make sure that we cut off Justice Democrats and any candidate that rock with them at the knees. And it's right here in the article. You guys can read it for yourself. It said, and it comes three after three years after. AOC dethroned a member of party leadership in a shocking primary. Jeffries has formed a new fundraiser effort called Team Black Pack. I mean, Team Blue Pack. With Problem Solvers Caucus co-chair Josh Gottemeyer and new and new Democrat Coalition co-chair Terry Sewell. The group will focus on protecting incumbents. It's literally telling you. Focus on protecting incumbents, members of Congress, and safe Democratic seats that are not a focus of the House Democratic Campaign Committee. Let me translate that to you. Let me say it, uh, the sentence again, so you can understand what that, what that means. The group will focus on protecting incumbent members of Congress in safe, say it with me, class, safe Democratic seats that are not a focus of the House Democratic Campaign Committee. For those of you that are new to politics, when there's a campaign, the House Democratic Campaign Committee, there's only a certain amount of time and a certain amount of resources. So they direct their resources to seats that they think they might lose to a Republican. Are you following me, Instagram? Put a five in the chat if you're following me. YouTube, five in the chat if you're following me this far. 100 on Twitter. Make sure you're following me this far because this is very important. When people are running for campaigns, they send, tend the, send the money on the seats that they think they might lose. That makes sense. But what has happened was in races that are safe, Safe means we know that this seat was going to go to a Democrat regardless. Like when AOC ran her race, when Nina Turner ran her race, they knew that it was a Democrat, uh, a Democrat district. Are y'all following me? So they said they started this pack to say, hey, you know what? Democrat campaign committee, y'all go focus on the ones we'll lose with Republicans, but we're going to start this pack to make sure that we protect our incumbents. Now, somebody in the class tell me, if you know that the seat is already going to go to a Democrat, why would they be concerned with protecting a Democrat when you know that whoever wins it is going to be a Democrat? Well, the answer is they want to make sure that it's their type of Democrat. So Hakeem Jeffries started a pact with his name and his face. He, he wanted to make sure he was the face of it to let you know I'm the biggest boss you've seen thus far. I'm going to start this pack to make sure that you know it's me coming for you. And I respect this gangster, to be honest with you. He did several interviews about it saying, it's time to shut all this down. 
We're going to shut all of this down. Uh, whoever, whatever future AOCs is out there, we're shutting this down. We want to know that even though we know it's a safe Democrat seat, even though we know it's going to be a Democrat, we're going to make sure that anybody that got the inclination to run against an incumbent, we're going to start a pack and we're going to put money against you. That's what he did. Because don't you, you, you would think that regardless of whoever won, they're still on your team, right? So why would they be concerned about protecting an incumbent in a safe Democrat seat? The uh, new ele- newly elected Congressman uh, Foster, and I believe it's Foster, the 25-year-old in uh, Orlando, Florida, there was a safe Democrat seat. It was former Val, former uh, Val Demons. For those that don't know, <clears throat> Orlando's my political stomping ground. That's where I do my politics. And there was always a safe Democrat seat. We know that whoever won, it was going to be a Democrat. So when you saw the general election, when you saw the results and you saw the 25-year-old and you're like, wow, that 25-year-old that never ran for office, never had any political experience, wow, he beat the brakes off that Republican. It was a safe Democrat seat. We we knew that it was going to be a Democrat. There was no question about it. He beat out, and I'm and I'm uh, my apolo- my apologies don't hold me to the numbers, but it was about seven seven of them or so in the Democrat primary that he had to beat. You want to know how he beat them? Because all of the others that he were running with were heavily involved in the black community. Two or three I know personally, Natalie Jackson. Former Trayvon Martin's local attorney, Randy Bracey, uh, current, who was at the time current state senator, Pastor Gray. The black vote was split, just in case y'all want to know some game on how he won. Oh, um, but Tesla, he's black. No. He identifies, you can see the Hispanic community has already said, no, this is, this is one of us, just, just in case y'all know. He didn't have ties in the black community. So those that had t- now he got ties in and now because now he didn't hire a couple of different consultants to make sure they keep that outreach going. But just in case y'all want to know how that 25 year old, which I salute, is great. He was an Uber driver and they they underestimated him. But the reason why he ran is because the black vote was split because it was six or seven, at least three or four high profile former Congresswoman Brown, who was the form. She was the former Congresswoman for that district. In fact, she was the one you guys uh, have heard me talk about how I went to Congressional Black Caucus training in 2010. Congresswoman Brown is the one that sent me to training. She unfortunately had to go to jail. Y'all can go Google and look that up. And then she got out of jail. She came back and she ran for that seat. So you had a former congresswoman. Shout out to you, Nikki. I know you know about Florida. I don't know if Leslie's in the building. You had a former congresswoman who, who was running for that seat. You had Natalie Jackson who was running for that seat. You had Randy Bracey who was running for that seat. You had Pastor Gray that was running for that seat. So it was four, and I believe uh, a couple of others, but just those four I know personally. And so that allowed the vote to be split so that the the 25-year-old that did not have the deep-rooted relationships in the black community, that's how he was able to win. But when you saw it at the end and you was like, oh, wow, he really beat that Republican, it was a safe Democratic seat. So that's why. The real race was winning the Democrat uh, nomination. And when the black vote is split that way, that's how he that that's how he was able to gain. uh, You know, have a a gain over those other black candidates because the vote was split. So this pack, Team Blue, was designed to focus like on races like that. So let's say there was let's say Val Demons had ran again for that seat. This Team Blue is designed to focus on races to keep incumbents in place. That's what Hakeem Jeffrey started. And it's right here in black and white. It says Team Blue has indicated it will defend at least two incumbents who face challenges from younger women of color by Justice Democrats. Let me give another plug or another side note. I am not endorsing Justice Democrats and anybody who follow me know that I have absolutely called out the racism and the anti-black racism in the progressive movement. want to make sure that I don't want you thinking that I'm sitting up here talking about justice Democrats is the way to go. I'm just trying to line this story up 
so that you have some understanding on why I'm telling you that Bernie Sanders got told to sit down. You can continue reading on the article, but if we go down to the other, go down, you'll see where it says those organizing Team Blue say the path to retaining the majority depends upon minimizing inter-party fights. So this pact was designed to support the candidates that may not necessarily, you know, that are in safe Democrat seats, who the uh, DCCC is not giving, the campaign committee is not giving money to because, they, they again, if you only got $10, who are you going to give it to, the person that needs it or not? So since it was safe Democratic seats, Hakeem Jeffries said, hey, we're going to start this pack called Team Blue to protect incumbents. Now, the reason why I'm doing this episode is because progressives, I want you to know, it's over with. And that doesn't mean there's not hope and all of that, but I need you to know that the moderates beat you on this one. And not because the moderates just had Instagram, somebody saying strategy and all of that. No, it's because the progressives duped you. Let me say it one more time. The progressives duped you. We can hold another space on if you are moderate, if you like moderates, should it be Hakeem Jeffries, Hakeem ain't shit, who this, who that. But this, this, this is about paging Bernard because somebody needs to let Bernard know that you dupe these poor people. And when I say poor, I don't mean poor as in pity. I'm talking about literally, because you know, Bernie Sanders talks about the poor and the working class. None of them said, hey, how about we at least even pretend just for showmanship, let's just pretend like we're going to challenge the leadership. Well, they didn't do that because they said it's about strategy. We don't want to look at the, Look at the, 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 the tweet that Hagin Jeffrey said today. He said, we're not about chaos. We're about common ground. Oh, it's common ground because they told Bernie Sanders to have a seat. He's having a seat on common ground. I just need y'all to know that your king ain't said shit and he won't say shit. That's what this is all about. Oh, yeah, they found common ground. And Bernie Sanders is sitting on said common ground. He's sitting on said common ground, just like in that picture, with his mask on and his little coat and his arms folded not saying a damn thing. So for all of the progressives that were sitting up talking about how the moderates don't get it, how they don't have no strategy, and they don't know what y'all doing, and the baby boomers and all of that, can I give you some breaking news? The progressives played you. They ignored the black vote. Let me say it one more time. They ignored the black vote. So they did a piss poor job of bringing more black people into the fold, which is what you have to have in order to win Democrat seats. So they ignored the hell out the black vote. And then your leaders, your your alleged leaders that took your last twenty five dollars, they lied to you on the campaign trail. And as soon as they got in office, they flipped the script. Like I knew they would. And I don't have no problem with strategy. My problem is voluntary lies. Nobody told you to tell these people that you were going to fight until the very end, tooth and nail. We got to fight till hell freezes over. And then when hell comes, we're going to fight on the ice. There is no more fight in the progressive movement. You have no leaders. They have sold you out. They have showed you their hand while they were either elected or running for office. They have showed you your hand. So it will behoove you to either can't beat them, join them, I guess, beg the moderates to get on your side or get some new leadership. Because Bernie Sanders ain't said a damn thing all day today. Oh, he in the Senate. Uh Uh-uh, let's not use that as an excuse because when it was time to vote against the infrastructure bill, he went on record telling the squad not to vote against it. Put a 100 if y'all remember. When Bernie Sanders got in house business, do y'all remember that Twitter? I need to see a 100. I need to see a five on, on Instagram and YouTube. Do y'all remember when Bernie Sanders got in their business? I'm just giving y'all the talking points. I'm just giving y'all the talking points. You can put the pieces together if you want to. Do y'all remember when Bernie Sanders got in their business and said, oh, no, y'all don't need to vote against the infrastructure and went all on Fox News and went on MSNBC and did all of that? Why is he quiet as a mouse pissing on carpet now? Oh, that's right. Because Hakeem Jeffries told you to sit your ass down. That's why. Let's just call it like it is, y'all. I know it hurt. I know it hurt. 
I know Bernard told you that he was going to change the world and he was the second coming to Christ. But I'm here, I'm just here to let you know that Bernard ain't shit and I told you wasn't shit out the gate. So I'm just kind of here just to rub it in, just to be honest with you. I'm just kind of here just to rub it in because I told you he wasn't shit out the gate when it was unpopular to do so. Yeah, I told you he wasn't shit out the gate when it was unpopular to do so. Oh, Tessa, it's like you taking pride in it. No, it ain't. I'm just calling it what it is. I'm trying to make sure I deal with a couple other things before we go. A couple other myths. I think I dealt with the uh, Hakeem Jeffries ain't going to be in that long. Y'all don't know what y'all talking about. He's, he'll be in for 15 years at best. At least 10 years at best. You don't you don't know what you're talking about. He'll be in for 10 years at best. You don't understand that. You don't understand shit about politics. That's why I support term limits. He'll be in for 10 years at best. Let's also stop with this. Oh, they ain't going to do that. They ain't going to let no black men stay in office again. Jim Clyburn been in office for 15 years now. He's giving the reins. They only get out when they give it to somebody. Let me give you breaking news again. They only get out of power. It's only one way to, to change power and it's to take it. Other than that, when they retire, they're still in charge. Let me say it again, because I know y'all don't get that. You know, if you got a mom and a dad, you you know, grandma and, and, and grandma and, and grandpa back in the day, when grandpa may look like he in charge, but then when it's really time to go ask your mama, that's how my grandma, my, my grandpa used to say, well, well, go ask your mama, what your mama say? You know, he just, grandpa just looked like he in charge, but at the end of the day, he really ain't in charge. It was go ask your mama. What, what do your mama say? Do, do y'all relate to that? Or let me flip it. Where sometimes women, you know, men need to lead. So you let them think it's their idea. Do it, can I get a 100 in the Twitter if you know what that's about? You know, men kind of need to feel like they need to lead. So sometimes you'll just drop something out and, you know, well, you know, I think I, I was thinking about such and such. You know, I like to give y'all metaphors so y'all can understand and relate it to real life because politics is an absolute relationship. And if you look at how you manage your personal relationship, it'll start to make sense how you manage your political relationship because it's all about boundaries and expectations and delivery. So you know how women have, you might just leave something out and make it and make it think it make them think it's his idea. And he said, you know what, baby, I got a good idea. What, what was you thinking about, baby? I was thinking we should go to such and such. Oh, for real, honey, that's such a good idea. Then you get on the phone with your girlfriend, girl, he really thought that was his idea. Girl, that wasn't nothing but me. That That's how it works, y'all. That's how it works in politics. It's really just that simple. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's still in charge. If y'all think she's in charge, the devil is alive. She's still in charge. Oh, yeah, she's in charge. It's not that Hakeem don't have a say. Yeah, he got a say, but she's still the biggest boss until they lay the casket down. I just need y'all to know that's how it go. So even if Hakeem Jeffries get out of office, he will still be in office. I need you to get that. So for every progressive that was calling a moderate a fool, for everyone that was saying, oh, it's you baby boomers, y'all just ain't got it figured out. I need to know if any of y'all are going to go over there and ask y'all daddy Bernie why he ain't said shit. I know y'all can ask AOC and all of that, but AOC do what Bernie and them say to do. Let me say it one more time. AOC and the squad, they do what Bernie say do. Just in case, I know y'all thought they do what they want to do, but that ain't how it works. That's why I'm talking about the head and not the tail. Go ask Bernie. Why Bernie ain't said nothing? Oh, that's right. He got them three houses and he got that position on Biden's committee. So that's all Bernie was worried about out the gate. He just didn't want to be under Hillary Clinton's leadership. He had no problem being under Bernie, under Biden. He said it all throughout the campaign. Biden's my friend. Biden's my friend. Biden's my friend. That's not. That's why he never went off on Biden. That's why his surrogates were going harder on Biden than he was. Because he kept on telling you over and over and over that Biden is his friend. Do y'all remember that? Put a 100 in the chat if you remember that. He constantly reminded you that Biden is my friend. Why do we always put it on Bernie? Well, sir, I just told you. He's the leader of the progressive movement. Who else do you think is the leader of the progressive movement? Now, you can put it on the person that you vote for, that you give your donation to if you want to ask them, but there's bosses in this. There's leaders in this. He's the leader of the progressive movement. Many of y'all weren't talking about progressives until Bernie got on the scene. That's why. He's the daddy. He's the daddy of the progressive movement. He's raised more money than any progressive has in history. That's why. He's the one with the dollars. He's the one with the bank. He's the one with the most powerful fundraising list in progressives. That's why. Because he got the paper. Any other questions, Instagram uh, friend? Excuse me, Twitter. I'm trying to answer, answer some questions on Instagram. Why we all put it on Bernie? Because he they daddy. 
You what you did? You didn't think he was their daddy? He their daddy. That's why. He the one crisscrossed this country for the last six and eight years, telling people to give twenty seven dollars every two and three days. That's why. He the one told them that it's gonna take millions and millions and millions and billions and a billion dollars and a billion dollars and a million dollars. That's why. That's why. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. As a reminder, the name of the documentary is called Knock the House, Knock the House on Netflix. He's the one that came in with the populist movement that shook up the system. That's why it's on. That's why Bernie's their daddy. Bernie tell them what to do. And I don't like, I don't like easy targets. I'm trying to tell you where the big fish is. The big fish. Bernie the big fish. That's why when he told them to vote, how to vote for the infrastructure bill, they did it. That's why. Somebody said they're not focused on Bernie, they focus on who they can vote for in California. Absolutely. You absolutely should. Hey, if you're just now joining me on my page, everybody that follows me know that I say focus on, uh, focus on local and state politics. I'm just breaking down this, what, what, what it means to have Hakeem Jeffries in position and how he told Bernie Sanders to have a seat and the whole progressive movement to shut up because they started a pack and he was very vocal and clear and why they ran unopposed. That's all this podcast is about. I'm just simply letting you know, progressives, you got played once again. You have no leadership on the progressive side again because tweeting is not leadership. And, and, and most of your leaders have exposed themselves. If you pay attention close enough, you'll see. They expo- all you got to do is see what they said. They expose themselves. Some of you have called it out. Shout out to you who called it out. 
Some of you still ain't got it because you want to believe in a savior so bad. So I just wanted to remind you that progressives, the, the link is, I'll put the link up. Uh, it's on my Twitter space, uh, Instagram, on my Twitter space and on my YouTube and this particular podcast. Unfortunately, um, Instagram is anti-information, which is why I hate Instagram. It doesn't allow you uh, to share seat, uh, to share uh, articles and things like that. So even if I post it um, in the comments, it's still, you're not going to be able to copy and paste it. But I just put it in the comments. You're not going to be able to copy and paste it because it's just not the way Instagram is set up. Instagram is anti-information. They don't want you to share information. They only want you to be entertained by pictures, which is why typically you don't see my face on Instagram. I want you to hear the audio. But no worries. It will be up on my podcast. We're uploading this immediately on Straight Shot No Chaser podcast. I just wanted to stop in right quick just to let you know what I meant when I said on the Hill, when I said that Bernie Sanders uh, and the progressive movement as a whole has absolutely play progressives. I wanted you to know what that meant. I wanted you to hear it directly coming from me. I see some folks out who have made commentary about my commentary, but I wanted you to hear it directly from the horse's mouth as the 2016 uh, African-American outreach director for Bernie Sanders. I worked on this campaign with these people. I worked behind the scenes. I challenged them on their anti-black racism. I had a whole lawsuit behind it. So when I am speaking about this, I want you to know I'm speaking from experience. And let me say this, because I want y'all to go back and tell every progressive you know, I'm getting ready to hit you with the ceiling. Until you do right by my people, we ain't going to do right by you. Let me say it one more time. Until you do right by black people, I don't feel sorry for you. And I'm not talking about those of you who are in the progressive movement that give a damn about black people. I just want to be making known that I'm not riding with none of you. Until you ride with black people, I'm going to keep on paging Bernard, paging Bernard, paging one, two, one, two, one, two, because Bernard has still yet to have an understanding between race and class. He has and always will have always wanted to merge the two. I don't give a damn what y'all hear. I'm telling you what I know. So until Bernard and anybody like him, until I'm hitting you with the Sealy fingers. Do y'all know what the Sealy fingers are? Shout out to those of you that watch The Color Purple. I'm putting my two fingers and I'm pointing it directly at Bernie Sanders. Until you do right with my people, everything that you done done to us, been done to you. So y'all make sure y'all go tell that. So shout out to uh, Hakeem telling you to sit your ass down and have a seat and don't get up until he tell you to. And that don't mean I support Hakeem Jeffries. It just means I'm just, I'm just glad that your, your con game is running short. I'm glad that your con game is running short. And for those in the progressive movement, because I see some of y'all in here, for those of y'all in the progressive movement, y'all better start making some way for these reparationists. You better start making some, if you want to push that progressive movement, you better start dealing with some progressive issues like reparations or you're still going to get your ass beat at the polls. That's just it. If you're as progressive as you say you are, then why don't you line up with the reparationists? Because the rep, the moderates ain't trying to deal with the reparationists. So it seemed to me it'd be a perfect, it'd be a perfect marriage for the reparationists and the progressives. So why don't you progressives, you know, you universal based income progressives, you free health care for everybody progressives, you everybody should go to college for free progressives, you let's pass out checks every two months progressives, you everybody should get $2,000 a month, that ain't enough, you let's not do $2,000 a month, let's do $4,000 a month, oh no, let's take it up a notch, fuck it, let's do $10,000 a month. Why don't some of y'all line up with the reparationists? It seemed to be a perfect match in heaven. So until you do that, you ain't going to get an and damn vote because I'm going to make sure that I keep on reminding them all the time that you're anti-black. But shout out to y'all, though. Shout out to y'all, though. We want the check for the black folks. And then y'all can get, how about y'all pitch the reparation check first and then we'll go push for the UBI for everybody. Let's make that deal. How about y'all check? How about y'all go ahead and push for reparations? And then once we get reparations, we'll go ahead and push for the universal based base income and y'all get y'all 2000 every month. How about that? Black people are gracious people. We're loving people. We ain't got no problem taking care of you. But first, we're going to need ours first right off, right off the top. So let's make that deal. Once we get our check, we will immediately go into a campaign on how y'all get y'all UBI every month. Is that a deal? Can we make a little deal, a little verbal agreement? As soon as we get the reparations, we're going to immediately, Marcel, would you agree that once we get our reparations, will you then start a campaign for the white folks to get their $1,000 a month UBI? Would you would you agree to that, Marcel? I just want to know, can would you be willing to help him out once we get our check? But first, we're gonna need our check because it ain't gonna be no more simultaneous shit. We done with the simultaneous. We done with let's just fight it at the same time because it seems like every time we do that, 
only one of y'all get taken care of and black people get left behind. So until progresses, and yes, that means, I know y'all love saying it. Oh, black people are low information voters. That's how y'all like to call them. They low information voters. Oh, yeah, the low information voters. They just don't know. They the boomers. Let me tell you something, white folks. I see straight through that anti-black racism. Oh, the boomers don't know what they're talking about. Okay, then cool. Well, then let's talk about reparations. Oh, no, no. Everybody need UBIs only so much money. If you want to see where a progressive really stands, if you want to see where a white person, a white progressive really stands, ask them about reparations and you'll get your answer. So until that, we just going to remain all separated. I guess it's going to be the black folks, the grassroots black folks, the moderates, and then the black progressives that pretend like they don't see all this anti-black racism because they damn so see it because I see it. So I'm just going to put that on out there. They see this anti-black racism the same way I do. They see the same shit that I see. Don't get it twisted. So until then, we're just going to all have our own little separate little groups until we can figure out how to make this thing pop. And until then, Hakeem Jeffries is the new daddy because leaders won't say nothing. How do we know? Because they ain't said nothing now. This has been Teslam Figaro. Straight shot, no chaser. If you want to hear this again, you can certainly download the podcast. I do Twitter space and um, IG and YouTube because I like to be interactive when I'm actually recording my podcast. But just so that you're not confused, this is an actual podcast on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Nobody edits anything. I can go up as often as I want, talk as long as I want. Nobody's in charge of what I say that comes out of my mouth. I have a producer, but he does not edit out any of my words unless I say so. It is on iHeartRadio. iHeart can be found in over 850 different markets. It is one of the largest audio platforms in the world. I am so excited because I just got my numbers and we are almost close to 1 million downloads. So that is huge for a podcast. Um, I got my podcast in 2020 and we're almost at 1 million downloads. So shout out to those of you that actually follow my podcast. If you have not followed my podcast, please do so. Wherever you get your podcast on Spotify, iHeart, Apple, wherever it is, just put in Straight Shot No Chaser, or you can just put in my name, Tezan Figaro. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. I drop content every single Thursday, but I love coming to these spaces. Let me just kind of put this out here for those that say, oh, you're just looking for content. Can I give you some, some breaking news? Those of you that are listening to me now on Twitter and YouTube and Instagram, do you know that I don't even get to count those numbers? Because you're listening to it live. So that means after you hear it here, I don't even get credit for the numbers of you listening to it. I just want to say this because I know there's a lot of great space coasters. Y'all remember that uh, cartoon, Gray Space Coasters. Get on board with the Gray Space Coasters. So I just want to be clear. There's a lot of Twitter Gray Space Coasters that just kind of be out talking just to talk and say, oh, yeah, you're just doing it for content. Can I explain to you that I have a contract a year in advance that's paid a year in advance. So I don't get paid for clicks. I don't get paid for how many people are liking it. And you can prove, I can prove it because you're literally listening to this right now and I'm getting no credit. I just want you to have the information. The only numbers that count are the people that actually go and listen to it on the podcast. And we're almost at a million this year. So I just want to put that out there for the Great Space Coasters. that I'm not just creating content because I want to be heard or I just want to get clicks or I want to monetize my YouTube. I don't even, I only think I got like 2,800 people on my YouTube. And I only have that because I've been in IG jail like five times this year. And I said, I got to get my YouTube up so that I can at least still communicate with the people and interact with the people because I actually do care about what y'all have to say. So that's what that's about. There's zero credit, zero. I'm not looking for content. I don't have to look for content. All I got to do is talk about politics. It comes out of my mouth. It flows like gold. So just wanted to put that out there for the Great Space Coasters, for those of you that care about the truth, because I know it's really not about the truth. It's only about what people can make you believe. But I thought that was important. I just want you to have this information as you're continuing to have these conversations, as you continue to move through politics. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to Straight Shot No Chaser with Tesla Figaro again. If you want to hear it again, if you want to share it with a friend, please do. Like I always say, use a loser, can't make the choose at TeslaFigaro.com. Peace. If you like what you heard on Straight Shot No Chaser, please subscribe and drop a five-star review and tell a friend. Straight Shot No Chaser is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm Teslin Figaro, and I'd like to thank our producer, editor, mixer, Dwayne Crawford, and our executive producer, Charlemagne Nagat. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 